Welcome to Share Talk, the only podcast where investors come first. Share Talk, where I'm speaking to Keith Alan, who's CEO of Powerhouse Energy. How are you today, Keith? Hey there, Zach. Good to talk to you. Okay, um, for quite a while, Powerhouse Energy has been uh, promising a water into wine moment. The water being uh, um, waste plastics and old tires, and the wine being hydrogen. Uh, today, you announced that you connected to the microgrid. Uh, is this has the, has the time has the moment come now? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for um, thanks for putting it that way. You know, it 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 truly is a relatively miraculous process. The the fact that we are able to convert something that that heretofore was a waste product, uh, heretofore was something that was destined to landfill um, or or at best to an incinerator where a tiny fraction of its energy value was was captured and converted into electricity. And what we've done is we have demonstrated our ability to convert uh, to convert end of waste plastics, end of waste tires, or end of life tires, end of waste end of life, plastics into um, a highly sustainable, um, highly beneficial uh, energy. So we, we had demonstrated earlier this year that, our, that the gas that we produce can be separated into a stream of gas that produces electricity and one that is, that is road fuel quality hydrogen. And so what this latest announcement uh, that we released this morning regarding connection to the Thornton Science Park or the Energy Center's microgrid finally really puts a, uh, I, I think, a bookend on the first stage of, of our uh, efforts over the past number of years. When we started, Zach, when we started developing this technology from scratch, we recognized that it was going to work if we could just pull a few of the advances in technology together. If we could just pull the the complex systems uh, that that had existed previously, if we could simplify those and and put those together and manage them in a way that could produce this ultra high quality gas, that then can be converted into electricity um, and and subsequently further uh, exploited as a source of pure hydrogen. Uh, effectively, what we're able to do is squeeze the the juice out of any end-of-life plastics and tires and ex- extract the hydrogen from those things. So it is a water-into-wine moment. Do you think that the, the, you know after like a, a seven-year journey, something like that, people f- finally understand that uh, you know or think that today is the day when you know the cry, the crying wolf uh, era is over, and this is actually you know the the hydrogen has gone into this micro grid, has gone into the you know it could go into the real grid, I suppose, the the the, the national grid as well. Um, you've actually done it. Yeah, well, you know, I I I. You, my answer to that, of course, is that that absolutely there's no more crying wolf. We've proved that this that this process works. We we had demonstrated 
our ability to generate electricity with our gas uh, some weeks ago, perhaps a couple of months ago, but we had not we had not fully connected to the Science Parks microgrid, which is a which is a, a, a really a, a relatively major feat. I mean, it's it's it sounds simple enough, but the fact is now we've connected to a commercial entity and can start delivering. Um, we can start delivering electricity that's that can be used by the university, that can be used by the tenants there. That's not simply. It's not just a science project. It's not just R&D. It's not just demonstrating anymore. It's actually shown that there is a, a legitimate and useful purpose in a way that's economical, in a way that's environmentally sustainable, and in a way that that has not been done before on a yeah, small let modular scale. Let me, let me put this another way. People could theoretically go up to your science park now uh, with a truck with truckloads of old tires and old plastic, and you could take that off their hands and turn it into hydrogen. You could actually do that now. You could, and you could actually probably make money. It'd be like a bring and buy sale. Well, yeah, there's a there's a bit more complexity to it to, than that. But yes, effectively and theoretically, one can do that. That's what the that's what the the process demonstrator was developed for, so that we could absolutely create a pure synthesis gas or clean synthesis gas that allowed us to convert that into electricity. You know, I do, I do want to clarify, you had mentioned earlier that, that we had injected hydrogen into the microgrid there. We hadn't injected hydrogen. We've used all of the gas to generate electricity, and then we subsequently connected to the microgrid uh, with our uh, with our genset, and so but the, the energy sourced we, from hydrogen. In other words, I'm sorry. The energy was sourced from hydrogen. In other words, it was sourced from it was sourced from a combination of hydrogen, methane, and and uh, carbon monoxide, which are the constituents of uh, which are the constituents of synthesis gas, and that's what our process makes a synthesis gas. But it makes a synthesis gas that is clean enough to extract the hydrogen uh, from into a 99.999% pure stream of hydrogen. So we can effectively extract 50% of that gas stream into a stream of hydrogen. The other 50% of the gas stream would be focused on uh, electrical generation. And, uh, and then we would be producing electricity for our own use internally and selling that electricity onto the grid. The hydrogen component of it is something that we can that we tune in the process. We tune that by virtue of uh, both the oxidant and the feedstocks that we that we put into it. But not getting too deeply into the science. The the cool thing is, you know, you t you talked about turning water into wine. This is just physics, and th there really isn't a miracle behind this. The miracle is that it is just physics, and we've cracked the the code of putting the right parts together uh, in the right order, uh, working in the right temperature envelopes with the right oxidant to deliver an outcome that is that is going to be, in our opinion, transformative. Okay, obviously, um, you know this is this is one step. You're a public company on the stock market. Uh, the commercial aspects are, are obviously, you know, at the front of people's minds. What is your, what are your next steps uh, in terms of that? 
So we're, we, we've been working over the last 15 months as we have been, uh, as we have been focused on uh, collecting data from the process demonstrator to incorporate into our commercial model. So commercial de uh, design engineering has been ongoing now uh, for the past, uh, I want to say, eight months. And we are within, we're within weeks of completing that process. So we will have for the first time the fully formed commercial enterprise model that we're ready to, to begin manufacturing and construction on. And so the, the, the next steps in the process are finalizing the permitting and planning uh, process, beginning procurement, um, and then focus, focusing on, um, on uh, the civils for our first commercial site and then getting the site up and running. So, the, I mean, that's kind of the, those are the, those are the steps uh, that we're going to be taking over the next uh, six to eight months. And we're confident that we're going to be driving forward very aggressively, as we have been, uh, to see this uh, to see this be a an absolutely successful and again transformative component of this whole ecosystem that's dealing with things like uh, like you know waste plastics and and end of life tires and and difficult to deal with um, uh, components of the waste stream that that heretofore have been sent off to landfill or have been sent off to incinerators. Right, and so you're 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 both the fact both the things that you are the the waste uh, processing and uh, the hydrogen producing um, aspects those are those are now to be addressed. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, the the the, 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 the you can't you cannot create hydrogen from incineration right you're not going to extract the gas out of incineration that allows you to displace a fossil fuel what what you can do with our process is with an extremely low co2 footprint extract the hydrogen component of plastics and and end of life tires or any long chain hydrocarbons anything that that used to be oil or, or is, is, is a high calorific value component of the waste stream. We can extract the hydrogen from those, uh, from those waste streams and then displace fossil fuels. And by displacing fossil fuels, you're looking at for every ton of hydrogen that we produce, you're, you're displacing 21,000 kilos of, of carbon dioxide. So you're, it you're, is, also, you're also helping the you're saving the environment as well. Well, of course. I mean, the the, may, the, the objective the objective here is to save the world profitably, and and the the thing is for us to to be able to do what we need to do. We obviously have to be able to operate on a commercial basis. Well, hydrogen is a rapidly growing market. Distributed electricity is a rapidly there's rapidly growing demand around private wire electrical sales and people are looking at controlling their own uh, industries, looking at controlling its own destiny and not being uh, and effectively using the national grid as a backup source of of power supply as a as opposed to their principal source of supply. 
And so, and, and as companies start looking at the circular economy and how they can engage in, uh, in the, the, in social consciousness and, uh, the, the fact is that major boards of major multinational companies are now looking at their contract with society and what they're trying to accomplish as a company and what they're doing to ensure that they're engaging in a circular economy. Thank you for listening. Remember to visit our website for more news and other podcasts at www.share-talk.com.